Hey, this is Mitch Rose. I'm the lead pastor of City Hills Church, and this is our podcast. Thanks for tuning in today. I hope this message encourages you, it inspires you, it challenges you to live your best life. Take a listen. Here's this week's message. All right, everybody, grab a Bible really quick. Uh, I am so excited that you're uh, along for the ride today. I really thought uh, long and hard about what's what's the last word I want to give you for this year, you know? Um, I've preached so much in front of a camera this year, more than my whole ministry combined probably, uh, looking right at a camera and trying to give God's word and some hope to you. Let me let me say it this way. There is still hope to be found. And if the only thing you catch today is the last word of 2020, when all of the rest of the news is telling you how bad it is and it's getting worse, hear me today. Let God's word speak to you today. If you don't even believe me, believe God's word. The best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. And the mindset that you have about the future and going into a new year and leaving this year behind really does determine the kind of year and season that you're going to have together. And and let me give you another word. We're all in this together. Now, I know that's sort of a hashtag and that means Everybody's staying home, scared to death, huddled around a fire, you know, together. But that's not what I mean. I mean, everybody's been riding in this storm together. Matter of fact, I saw something the other day that I thought was so profound. Uh, somebody says, you know, that we've dealt. Everybody's storm is different. I don't know that that's true. Everybody's in the same storm, but we do have different boats, right? So if you're in a canoe in a storm, tips over a whole lot easier. If you're in a super yacht in a storm, you're in a a big ship, you know, a big tanker out in the middle of the ocean, you can wave, uh, you know, take a storm a whole lot easier. It's easier to ride that out, the waves that are coming over the side of the ship. But we're all in the same storm. So don't get alarmed thinking you're the only one. You're isolated. You're alone. Matter of fact, I took a pretty hard stand early on about 10 months ago, nine months ago, against the phrase social distancing. I've gotten a few emails about it, whatever, but I don't even think that's the thing. I don't even think scientists and doctors really mean social distancing. Uh, They may mean crowd distancing, physical distancing, don't get in somebody's space. You know, this is the time to sort of stay six feet away or longer or 12 feet or 11 feet or whatever it is today that you need to stay away from somebody, but you need social, you need people, you need community, you need to be with people. So don't get isolated. Don't feel like you're all alone. Even though you're with your family today, our church isn't gathered together in one building. The church is dispersed and the church is alive and well. That's what I want to report to you on the last Sunday of 2020. The church is alive and well. And the Bible says, Jesus said, the gates of hell will not prevail against the church. If I was in your living room, I'd shout amen at my TV right now. That's worth celebrating that we're still here. Let me give you a couple of words to leave this year behind, to close the door well, and to open the door on a new year. My, my old bishop in my life used to say this, that entrances, are, that exits are far more important than entrances. Exits are far more important than entrances. In other words, how you leave a season determines how you enter a new season. The attitudes, the mindset, the thought pattern, the faith level that you leave behind this year really does determine the success of 2021. You say, well, Pastor, what if the circumstances don't change? Well, that's the unique thing about kingdom living is we're not dependent on circumstances. We're, we have joy on the inside. We have peace on the inside. It's not dependent on external circumstances. What happens to me? There's something happening 
in me. And so I want to make sure you close the door well in 2020 and open the door in 2021. And I want to give you a couple of words I think you can do that with really well. Now, before I get into God's word with you just really quickly, let me give you an old proverb that's just really true, that nothing grows from the outside in. Everything grows from the inside out. So if we had uh, apples today, I really love apple. Maybe you had apple pie over uh, the holiday season. Maybe you're still having apple pie for breakfast with ice cream. I'm getting hungry all by myself. So uh, uh, if, if you had apples together and you think uh, uh, once this apple's consumed, it's over with. Uh, this is a great way to look at giving as well, the, your generosity throughout the year. Once I give away this apple or this apple's consumed, it's over with. But the truth is the seed to produce more apples is inside the apple doesn't grow outside in, it grows inside out. And everything that's healthy grows inside out. You, as a believer, your family, your children, your marriage, your relationship with God is going to grow from the inside out. If it's healthy, it's not external stuff happening to me. That's how Christians were able to weather the storm of this year that we're still in because we're not dependent on external circumstances. There's something on the internal keeping us Stable. Matter of fact, I recently read a Gallup survey that said the people who have survived this pandemic, and by survived, I don't mean like literal survive. I mean the people who have thrived mentally, emotionally, healthy in this pandemic, almost 40% more showed positive mental and emotional health directly related to church attendance, to just being a church, even if you're doing it. Uh, online with us, even if you're joining in in an online service, just consistent, faithful church attendance. It just matters that you're growing on the inside, that the external circumstances don't happen. So you've got to be some stuff before you do some stuff in 2021. You got to decide. Matter of fact, in January, I'm going to teach to you about starting over and what it does mean to get a fresh start with God and how you can uh, uh, sort of start some stuff, some habits on the inside. You got to learn to be before you do. And, and before you can lead anyone else in your family, before really you can stand up as a leader in the kingdom or, or even on your job or wherever it is that God's called you, your sphere of influence, you're going to have to learn how to grow on the inside. Let me give you a couple of things as we close the door in 2020 and open the door in 2021. Here's the first one. Write this down. I hope you're taking notes uh, along with me today. Here's the first one. Everybody needs an anchor right now. We have used the word pivot so much this year. I have said, you know, we're pivoting to online church and, you know, we're going to pivot the way we do church and we're going to pivot how we, you know, clean and sanitize between services. And maybe your job is pivoted. You know, we're going to pivot to furloughing every other week, or we're going to pivot to at-home work or our schools, you know, they've pivoted to online learning or there's a pivot. To, I've pivoted so much. I'm walking in circles. I mean, it's just, we've just pivoted. Let me tell you something. As you leave 2020 and enter 2021, Less pivot, more anchor. More stuff that is, I, I want you to get anchored in some stuff. I want you to put some deep roots down. As a matter of fact, I plan on preaching to you most of 2021 about planting deeper roots. Planting deeper roots. Anchoring down. And I know everything's shifted. Opportunities have shifted. Needs have shifted in your life. But let me just be honest with you. Quitting and shrinking back is not an option. It's not an option for our church. It ought not be an option for you as a believer in your family and every area of your life, quitting and shrinking back and just deciding this is good enough. I can't, I'm just going to go with the flow. I'm not going with the flow. I'm anchored to some stuff in my life. I've got some stuff I'm deciding is not going to move. 
and when, listen, when the waves do get tough, I told you we're all in the same storm, when the waves do get wild, I've got something to keep me anchored down. Let me give you four things I want you to anchor with. Write these down. The first one is prayer. The first one is prayer. You, you have to have a connection to God and the only way, the, the best way I know for you to grow and enhance your connection to God is through prayer. It's communication with God. It's why next week on January the 3rd, we kick off 21 days of prayer and fasting together. And I'll teach you this next week as we sort of kick off that season together. But prayer connects me to God and fasting disconnects me from the world. And you got to have an anchor in prayer. If you haven't developed a prayer life in this year, I'm not exactly sure what you're waiting on. Everybody, you, I, we need a connection, an anchor to God in daily, consistent. Matter of fact, Paul says to pray continually. Like there's always a prayer in my heart. You say, well, Pastor, what does that look like? Am I just on my knees all the time? I don't know about that. I don't know if it always means that. I think there should be a time in your day where you talk to God in a sincere moment, but it could just be riding in the car in your commute every morning, asking God, I need wisdom today. I need some help today. I want to make good decisions today. I need help as a parent. I need help as a spouse. As we enter this new year, prayer to God has to be an anchor. I'm calling you and this church to a season of prayer through 21 days. But more than that, I want you to have a lifestyle of prayer. I want it to be the anchor that when you don't know where to go or what to do, prayer is not our last resort. Prayer is our first line of defense in every storm that we're in. It's an anchor. The second one is rest. I hope that you've been doing that over this holiday season. I hope you have a little bit more rest. It's why we do Sabbath weekend. It's why we called it Sabbath weekend is because we want our entire dream team, the hundreds of people who help make church possible uh, at City Hills and and our staff and just everybody, just everybody in our family, I want you to have some rest. I want you to rest in God. I want you to find some time when you're off to be off. Let me give you a great way to do that. It's something that we're instituting is a digital sunset. I don't know if you've ever heard of this, but we, we're, we're, we're talking about when we turn our phones off. And I don't mean off like on silent, I mean off. <laughs> I don't mean off like beside the bed. And if you're like me at two o'clock in the morning, when the notification comes on, you wake up because the light's on. I mean, in the other room, off, rest. And then, and then relationship with God is so vitally important. I want you to dig deep in 2021. If in your relationship with God, there's been some wavering and listen, I got to be honest with you. If the only way you've been in God's house and presence since March of this year is digitally, you need a relationship checkup. You need to make sure because as good as this is, as amazing as this is, it has the potential for the relationship to become casual. You know, you're sitting back in your pajamas on the couch. I want you to do that today. But if that's the only way you've experienced God's presence in God's house and church together, you just want to make sure, are we getting too casual here? You know what I mean? Are we keeping vibrancy in our relationship with God? And then I want you to work for God. I'm just giving some anchors. I want you to work for God. This year, it is so, so, so evident that we have been able to do what we've been able to do because of the amazing dream team. People like you giving their time, talent, treasure to God, saying, I'm going all in on the vision of the house, serving people. We have served thousands of people, hundreds of hours, giving away tens of thousands of dollars, 
All of that is because of you working for God. And as we go into 2021, listen, we're only going to do more. We're just getting started on serving people, loving people in Jesus' name, being the hands and feet of Jesus in our communities, everywhere that we are, everywhere that we exist. We're serving, we're loving. Come on, that's vitally important to work for God. I want you to have that as an anchor. And when you do, you'll realize God is still working in your life. Listen, when you have anchors, you have a season to sit down and think and ponder and realize God's still here. And God's still working. I see God working in your life. And I still see God working in our church. And I want you to anchor down to that. Doesn't matter what the news does between now and next Sunday when we gather again. Doesn't matter what the news does in 2021. Doesn't matter if it's spring or summer or fall or who knows when they're deciding the next news cycle breaks and what the bad news they're going to give us next time. No, no, no. God's at work. I'm anchored to that and prayer, and my relationship, and working with God, and resting appropriately. I'm anchored to that. Let me give you one more word, and then I'll pray for you. And that is you need to embrace the doctrine. There's a doctrine in the Bible of seasons, of seasons. As a matter of fact, the Bible says it like this in Ecclesiastes 3 and 1, to everything there is a season, and a time to every purpose under the heaven. To everything, there's a season. Matter of fact, the Bible says all seasons exist like this. Seed, time, and harvest. Seed and time and harvest. Planting, growing, and harvesting. And every season is different. And I don't want you to miss this, that where we currently are is not where we'll always be. We're in a season we're in a season. The, the chapter that we're currently in isn't the whole book that God is writing. The chapter you're currently in in your life is not the whole book that God has for your life. It's a chapter. Let it be a chapter and turn the page on that chapter. Does it mean it goes away? No, it adds to the story, to the whole narrative of God's at work in my life. But it's just the chapter that I'm closing in this time. It, it's, it's all about seasons and what I do in this season determines what I harvest in the next season. Write that in your notes. What I, what I sow now determines what I harvest then. I meet a lot of people who, uh, who meet with me after they've sown a, a certain way and they say, Pastor, I, man, I hope I don't have to deal with you know, the consequences of that. Listen, the way the kingdom works, you don't get to sow the wrong seed and then pray for crop failure. <laughs> it just doesn't work that way. Whatever you sow, you'll reap. It's seed, time, and harvest. So are you going to sow negativity? Are you going to sow division that's existing all in the world? Are you going to sow more tension? Are, are, are you going to sow worry and anxiety? and dep- Are you going to sow with your mouth anxiety and anxious thoughts? Are you going to sow with your posting division? Are you going to sow unity? Are we going to sow the love of God, the hope of heaven? Are we going to sow a better tomorrow? Are we going to sow kingdom principles like peace and joy, and honor, and generosity? Are we going to sow the right things so that when the storm is over, and the storm will end, it's just a season, the harvest season is so much sweeter. We don't harvest those seeds of disunity we planted back in the storm. We don't harvest those seeds of negativity that we've been planting for 9, 10, 12 months. We don't harvest those, no, I want to harvest seeds of prosperity, seeds of blessing, 
seeds of the favor of God. I want to harvest seeds of the peace of God, revival in our church, people coming to Jesus, people loving God, loving people. I want to harvest that. So I'm going to plant that right now in this season that I'm currently in. I'm going to plant those seeds so I get that harvest. It is just a season. In the winter, I know things look dead. Things like it's demeaning. Things like things are diminishing. But listen, spring is on the way. Not many days from now. As a matter of fact, the days will begin to inch longer and longer from today forward. We'll, we'll just keep getting a little bit more daylight. Things will get a little bit greener. Before you know it, you'll look up and trees are blooming again. Flowers are back. Why? It's the changing of the seasons. And there are going to be seasons changing your life. And as we head into 2021, I want you to have that mindset. I'm going to get some stuff that doesn't change. And the stuff that is changing, I'm going to embrace the season. I'm going to plant right now some anchors in my life of prayer and relationship with God and working for God. And then I'm going to, I'm going to keep my eyes on the seasons, knowing what I do right now matters so that I can harvest something. When we get out of this, when this season's over with, listen, I know there's a lot of frustration now. I know everybody wants summer. Everybody wants fall. Everybody wants harvest. But don't get frustrated at the season that you're currently in. Know the season. Trust God in the season. Get anchored in the season. And the best, really, really, is yet to come. All right, gather your whole family around. Bow your heads. Come on. If you've never laid your hands, there's a doctrine of the Bible. I hope to preach it to you in 2021 about the doctrine of laying on of hands. There's, there's really something powerful. Uh, even in a world of physical distancing, if you've got to put some gloves on, come on. You don't you want to hold hands with people in your house. Do whatever you got to do. Put your arms around them. Bow your heads together around that kitchen table or in your living room. You're in my living room. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for this year. I thank you for the highs and the lows, the ups and the downs, the, the twists and turns. And I thank you that your word promises you're going to make all of my crooked ways straight. And every area that feels like I've have had to pivot and turn and go, and I, I'm, I'm almost seasick, honestly, from all of the change and pivoting. I thank you that you're making that path straight. I thank you that I'm anchoring down to some stuff so that I can get my, my bearings as I head into a brand new year. I refuse to take the storm of this year into next year. I'm going to anchor down. I'm going to anchor in prayer. I, I, I'm going to, this year at 21 days, I'm going to go further than I ever have. I'm going to dive in. I'm going to be consistent, faithful, fasting, putting aside some stuff in my life, praying, connecting to God. I need to hear from heaven as we head into 2021. I'm going to anchor down to my relationship with God. I want, to, I want to build on the relationship. I want to sow seeds of good relationship now. I'm going to practice rest and Sabbath like this weekend better than I've ever practiced it maybe in my life. I, I'm, I'm, going to, I'm going to work for God. But when it's time, I'm going to give all I've got. I'm going to go all into the vision that God has for my life, the purpose of God on my life. God, I thank you for the season that we've been in together. Everybody's in the same storm. Everybody's experienced the same waves, all on different vessels, all at different strengths, but everybody's been riding this storm out together. And I thank you that the seasons will change. I thank you that what currently is won't always be. I thank you that there's a brighter future just ahead. I thank you that in the kingdom, it's always getting better. The Bible says we go from glory 
to glory in God's kingdom. I thank you that we're going to go from this mountaintop to the next. I thank you that you're with us when we're in the valley of the shadow of death. I thank you. I thank you that the new year gives us new promise of new seasons. God, I'm going to plant right. I'm going to plant the seeds that I want now. And I'm trusting you in 2021 for the season of harvest. I thank you for it. I thank you for the blessings of this year. I thank you for the amazing church family that we have at City Hills. I thank you for the amazing dream team that served so well this year, the vision of the house and served God and served people. I thank you for the hundreds, thousands of people we've been able to reach this year, even through technology, even when our doors physically were closed, the doors of the church were never closed. I thank you for people who've met God. I thank you for people who've taken the next step. Thank you for people who've discovered their purpose, who've been in small groups and found community, who've been water baptized. Thank you for people who've been set free this year. Thank you that the best is yet to come. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today. And a special thanks to those of you who give generously to this ministry. You know, it's because of you that we're able not only to bring this message to you, but we're able to offer hope and life to the San Antonio Hill Country and beyond. So if you'd like to give today, you can visit cityhillstx.com right now. And if this message blessed you, why don't you click subscribe or share this message with your friends uh, on your socials. I pray it's a blessing to others in your world. Thanks again for listening today. God bless you.